There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Got me feeling all these feelings and it's driving me insane. Paparazzi watching me do my thing. Cause I'm on display, on display, on display. Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. That is not our normal intro music. That is, of course, on display by Melissa Gorga. Melissa Gorga's on the show today. And you know what? To be honest, I felt like we're all a little bit on display, on display, on display each and every day, every day, every day, because a lot of us are going home for Thanksgiving and confronting family members for the first time in a while. (laughs) My thoughts and prayers are with all of you who are going home and spending time with family. Usually Thanksgiving means a lot of time with relatives that you don't normally see often, and that can be stressful. You know. And I mentioned last week on the show, like, I'm dieting right now leading up to Thanksgiving, and it's been hell. It's been straight up hell. I'm over the hump, so I'm like, I've gotten past a lot of it, but I'm trying to diet until Thanksgiving, at which point I will inhale everything in front of me. But I've cheated a few times. I told you guys last week I cheated by eating some cough drops. Like, Matt, my boyfriend, caught me eating a whole (laughs) couple bags of Luden's cough drops. But there's no nutrition facts on cough drops, so I maintain that I didn't cheat. I think it's my workaround. But then also this week, he got cookies sent to him from his mother. <laughs> and you guys, he like literally was like a fucking detective, Harriet the Spy, I'm living with because he caught me eating some cookies. Like I took one of the cookies out of this box. His mom sent like this box of cookies and then these cake pops she made. And I said I wasn't eating any of them. And then I had a moment of weakness and I ate one of, one of the cake pops and one of the cookies, right? And then he asked me, he said, did you eat any of them? And I said, no, like I'm not because I'm supposed to be on this diet. I was like, no, I haven't eaten any of it. And then he's like, well, that's weird because this picture I took and sent my mother, it shows one more cake pop and one more cookie than what is in there now. (laughs) I didn't know he's like fucking taking pictures. Like he had photographic evidence of like the cookie and the cake pop I ate. I was so embarrassed. (laughs) So he, he called me out on it and I was, I've never been more ashamed. That's not true. I've been more ashamed before. In college, I used to wear this <laughs> cell phone belt clip. Do you guys remember that? Like where you could clip your cell phone on your belt clip? I had one of those. My dad and I both had the same one. And I would argue that that's my life's biggest regret. I don't know if at the time I was embarrassed, but certainly hindsight's twenty twenty. Looking back, I was very embarrassed by that cell phone belt clip. But that's neither here nor there. We gotta get to Melissa Gorga. Uh, she is, of course, from the Real Housewives of New Jersey, which I'm loving this season. And then after Melissa, we have another star from the Housewives of New Jersey. We have my friend Greggy Bennett. Greggy is the best. He's been on the show before, and people have been begging me to have him back on. And I love Greggy so much. I would love to have him on every show if I could. Unfortunately, he lives in New York. I'm in LA. Our first episode together, we had some audio <laughs> audio issues. But we've since worked out the audio issues. And he is going to be on. He's going to be our Mariah Spondent our chief, the Everything Iconic chief, Mariah Spondent. Um, He's going to be on to talk about Mariah's new album, Caution, which I love. I haven't been able to stop talking about it this week. I just, I think it's fantastic. 
And we're also going to talk a little bit about the hashtag Justice for Glitter campaign. And then also, if anyone's a Mariah fan, which hopefully you all are, but I would encourage you all to check out her Genius Level interview. It's like a a very in-depth, an hour-long sit-down she did about her songwriting and about her music, and she gets into some deep cuts. If you're a Mariah fan, like you will love it. It's fantastic. So I want to get to Melissa Gorga. Before I do, I want to say, please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. And there's a Facebook group for Everything Iconic. Please join that. Please join the Everything Iconic Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash everything iconic, you can click uh, become a patron and donate $4 or more per month, and you get access to all the bonus episodes. I'm doing Real Housewives of New Jersey recaps over there. New York recaps, so much stuff. And I'm sorry to keep mentioning it, but you know what? I have to do it. And uh, what else? Without further ado, let's get to Melissa Gorga, and then we'll take our, our little commercial break after that. And then we'll chat with Greggy about Mariah's caution. I am successful! Deal with it, bitch! Oh, yeah, drunk Melissa is so much more honest. I would say she just doesn't give a. Okay, guys, I'm here with Melissa Gorga from The Real Houses of New Jersey, who is stunning in person. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so you are. sweet. Thank you. You are. Um, now, I'm super excited about this season. I think it's fantastic so far. We've only had a couple episodes, but it feels like a return to form to me. It does. You know what? This season is a really, really good one. Andy Cohen is, like, psyched about it. He's been right. tweeting about it like crazy. But besides that, he's texting me on the side, and he's telling me, like, the best season I've seen in a long time. So it's exciting. Why do you think these new girls are clicking Whereas some other new girls haven't quite fit in. You know what? I think I always say this. Casting Jersey is the hardest thing to cast because of Teresa and I. We're family. It's just like a really strong dynamic to jump into where the other franchises are like a bunch of like ladies who lunch. Do you know what I'm saying? We don't. We're ladies who are like legit deep down family issues, problems, love Fight hard, love hard, passion, crazy people. So, <laughs> and I love the family stuff. I'm an Italian from Ohio, okay. And so I feel like I always related to Jersey the most because it's like you guys remind you and your husband remind me of my brother and sister in law, and it's like my, just my family, the family dynamics I relate right, to, right? Um, but so we see in the previews, you and Teresa have like some little squabbles, but you guys are good now, right? We are, we're good. Listen, we do argue. Teresa and I are not always going to get along. If we showed you that, it would be showing you something fake. You know, so we do argue about family stuff. We also argue about the new girls. We don't agree totally on everything that they say. So um, it's just, it's real. And we show the real of it. I mean, we're so used to the cameras now that we kind of like don't really care if they're in the room. And I feel like I'm so much more comfortable in my skin now. I feel like people know me. So I don't care if I have like a bad day or I say something wrong, I'm forgiven because they know who I am now, you know, where when I was like the new girl, the sister-in-law coming on like Teresa Melissa saga, it was like, you know, they were hearing only Teresa's version of who I was. And that would, that was stressful for me, you know? I just watched your first episode, like I just to prepare for this. And first of all, that season is amazing. Like season three. I oh, mean, well, that's a crazy but, season. Yeah. Right. And I was watching, I just saw the, I rewatched the premiere and I thought, oh my God, to live through that, it is such compelling TV, but it must have been so stressful. Like coming home from something like the christening, like uh, what did you and Joe say to each other? Like after, after filming that day at your son's christening, like, were you like, did we make the right decision? Like, should we have? Yes. Yeah. I cried under my bed for literally, yeah. like, I'm not even lying. I legit cried under my bed, like needed to be pulled out from under it. Didn't want to drop my kids off at the line at school because I couldn't believe what we just showed as a christening. Right. And it was like a real thing that happened and it was captured and it was 
very stressful time in my life. Right. Yes. And did you film anything or were you at any events in season one and two that? Um, because I don't recall seeing. I think you. actually Teresa had a housewarming party okay. that we ended up going to. Yes. Okay. Now you've been around since season three. Why do you think you've been, you and Teresa, why do you think viewers are so compelled to watch you too? You know, I think they've grown with us. I think they've, you know, Teresa, they know our families, they know our kids, they know our husbands. I really do think that they've, you know, they've known our children since they're babies on the floor. And now my daughter's like has butt and boobs and like she's walking. Yeah. So it's like, I think they're growing with us and growing with our family. So, um, people just love it. You know, they love that we're a family and, you know, obviously we have like the regular housewife stuff that go on between friendships, but we also always have a little bit of that family, you know? Right. It was so great to see your kids in that season three premiere. I was like, Oh my God, they've grown so much. Babies. Totally babies. Now uh, take me back to when you were cast on the show. It was a little confusing through the years, like whether or not Teresa knew you were coming on. Right. Um, So she did know, of course, because we were going to film the christening. I had told her that I auditioned um, after I auditioned. So she was mad that I didn't tell her before I auditioned. I see. But when okay. I was, cause I wasn't really sure if I was gonna, yeah. and I did audition. And then I called her and said, listen, I just auditioned for the show. Like, I don't know what's going to happen, but they auditioned me and I, they found me like on Facebook and obviously it's a family show. Cause at the time yeah. it was like the Loritas and the Manzos. So they were looking for more family. It was like, they were trying to keep it all family, you know? So, um, I did audition. And then when I said, when I, you know, when they called me and said, we love you, we'd love to put you on the show. I told Teresa, I'm going to be on the show and they're going to film the christening. And it just went from there. It went from there. Now your sisters appeared a little bit in season three. Like, have you ever wanted, or have your sisters ever wanted to come on the show more? Or are they like, no, don't film me or. No, I don't think they ever wanted to, but this season you're going to see them a lot. This season um, is a lot about my personal family. Usually you see me with my in-laws and what's going on with that. But this season's a lot about my family. You know, I was watching that. I keep going back to that episode, but I was watching and I was like, Alyssa seems like a star. Your sister, is that her? Oh, Lisa. Alisa. Alisa. I was like, she's a star. Like, we need to get her on here. She's so funny. Yes. Yes. Now, this uh, last season, we saw Danielle return. Were you nervous with Danielle coming back or were you totally cool with her? I didn't know who she was. I literally met her for the first time, like filming. Like, I knew who she was, but I've never met her in person before. So I met her filming last season. And I do think she has a dynamic. Come on. Like, when she walks in, like, I always say this. She's the most passionate. Like, if you hurt her feelings and, like, you hurt her feelings because you, you left her out of the party or something, it's like, <gasps> you hurt I know. me badly. So it's like, it's great. It's like, you're looking at her like, you for yeah. real? Are you really that? It's like, it's like, it's like, if she brings that, like that passion. It's like, if she loves yeah. those sunglasses, Danielle like loves the sunglasses. You that know? scene last week with Margaret, where she's just like, you hurt me. And she was just like crying. I was it's like, this amazing. is the best TV. I, right. Like I remember <laughs> sitting there just watching that with Joe and Joe looks at me. He's like, this is great. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> how have you and Joe been able to maintain such a good relationship throughout all of this? Because it's like a lot of these reality TV couples, we see them come and go, but you guys seem to have such a strong relationship. We do. Um, we're, we're hitting a couple bumps in the road more recently, probably than ever. And I'm being open and honest about it. It's because I'm getting a little bit busier. And so I have to travel a little bit more. I have to, you know, leave the house a lot more. I need to go to New York a lot. Um, And I feel like lately it's starting to bother him, believe it or not. And we just said this, honestly, like in the last couple months, like, we're like, wow, we see now why some people are saying there's like that reality show, like it's, it gets difficult on the marriage. Um, We're hitting a couple bumps, like 
recently yeah. more than we ever did before. Um, and I think we owe that to like just me getting a little bit more yeah. um, busy. I saw you in another interview recently where you said your views on womanhood changed yeah. even since you wrote your last book. Yeah. I, I, could you elaborate a little bit? Yeah, I think I was, um, I always gave into the very traditional where I would feel guilty if I wanted to be successful and do what I wanted to do, because that would mean that like I'm pulling time away from my children and my husband and I'm not providing dinner on the table every night being I'm worried about myself in a way. I always thought that it was selfish to want a career for myself. And I don't feel like that any longer. I don't agree with it. And it's another issue that Joe and I have, like, I I truly in my heart don't believe that's true because like you know, there's things that I want to do and I don't want to feel the guilt, but I, I want to do everything I can for my family and my kids, which is always first. But, you know, it, I struggle always finding like a good balance of like being a successful businesswoman and being able to take like all the opportunities and, and also not having mom and wife guilt. It, it's, yeah. it's hard. And I feel like there's a lot of working women out there that know what I'm saying, yeah. you know? Well, and I, I feel like you were raised similarly to me where it's like I, the role, the male, female roles in the household were different than what they are now, when Correct. I, even just a few years ago. I mean, it's, um, you know, things are just changing. Yes. Uh, you, I mentioned the book. You've also come out with music on display. It's so fucking good. Isn't it so fun? <laughs> it's so fucking fun. It's so fun. I just went to an interview before and they were like blasting on display. I was like, yes, I forgot oh. how good this song is. <laughs> it is so good. I'm going to play it in this episode. But I want to know, will you be doing more music? And also, will you do like a... I've been saying forever, like one of the Bravo celebrities needs to do a Christmas song. Like the gays would love a holiday, a holiday, holiday anything. Christmas song. Yeah. You know what? You just gave me a really good idea. No, I'm serious. And I, I would have to give you the credit if I end up oh doing God, this. Please do. Like, I feel like it'd be the... Every single gay and woman would play it at their holiday parties, like both kitsch, both for kitschy fun and also just like... You know what? You're... you're um, that's like genius if you ask me. I'm serious. I, I'm I, serious. Told, like a I, score. You're right. I told James Kennedy about it. I had him on the show and I was like, you have to do it. And he said he was going to try to do it, but you know, it hasn't come out. Yet. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to like have it. to like, beat him please, to it. Please, please, please. But so will you do more music? Um, you know, I don't think so. Besides I this do Christmas love song. It. Yeah. Be- besides this Christmas song that you just said, I love a good Christmas song. I'm like the girl that blasts Mariah Carey Christmas all over ah. my house. I-, I split between that and the Jessica Simpson. Sure. Yeah. Like that. I'm a huge Christmas person. So you know what? I feel it's fitting. Yeah. yeah. What else do you listen to? What other kind of pop music do you like? Um, I like it all. I like dance music. Yeah. Um, I like hip hop. I really do. Like I am a music, like I just love it all. I really do. I love a good R&B throwback. Yes. Yeah. Like I was just singing Brian McKnight the other day. Like, do I ever cross your uh, mind? Anytime. You know? <laughs> yeah. I was like, do you, I love yeah, it. So, I was so like, good. this is my jam. It was like in the car yesterday. I was like, yes. Yes. Mariah Carey's new album, Caution, it came out today and it's like a throwback R&B, like the, the, feel of it is very I haven't like heard Brian it yet is Mc- it great yeah it's great it's like very Brian McKnighty I love um, that I was texting with Greggy Bennett about you coming on the show and I had looked up a clip of on display I was trying to find it first of all why isn't it on Apple Music you know I, I that's a good question I think I just that. never did that I put it on iTunes and we need to get it on Apple Music okay, okay, but also so I found a clip of you doing a performance in the club and he introduced you and like he introduced, Splash yes and, and he holds like the, he holds a sign and that oh. yes yes he introduced me at Splash that's right I lived for him it him and I had so much fun when I was like running around doing on display like he was so fun <laughs> we see you open up in the previews you open up more about your family you mentioned your family yes and there's a clip uh, that of next week's show I believe it is where you reveal that you might have another sister right 
What's the status on that? I can't really give it away. So yeah. you'll have to see, but, um, it is like, I get the chills every time somebody says this to me, but, um, there is a situation where, you know, I'm definitely looking and you'll see if I end up finding or not. I'm excited. Yeah. Are you nervous to open up more about your family? I am. I feel like that was the one thing I kind of do have like personal and private. And now I just threw that down the toilet. So (laughs) (laughs) there goes that. So it's compelling. Yeah. Um, Might as well just like open it all up. You know what I mean? (laughs) You might as well. I want to talk about some of the old cast members from the show. Okay. So you were close. You joined the cast with Kathy. I did. How are Kathy and Rosie doing now? I think they're doing great. You know, unfortunately, when they were no longer on the show, I don't know if it was like a grudge or what it was, but they kind of like weren't around as much and things got a little awkward. Um, and Teresa and, and Kathy don't talk. So I really haven't. I don't see them much. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. That's too bad. I always say like I would love some of the old cast member on all the franchises. I like when they show up for like one scene. Yeah. Like just pop right. in. Let us see you. Let us see how your hair looks and take, you know. Yeah. Step <laughs> just do like a weird scene. Do you, do you watch the other housewives? Um, I watch Beverly Hills. Okay, so do you remember when Dana, Pam, or whatever she showed up and lit her yes. cigarette on the candle? It's like that's what I want from every old cast member. Just everyone one scene. needs to come in and do exactly that. <laughs> yes. What about okay? So Siggy left the cast last season. Did you see yesterday? This all happened yesterday. Did you? see any of her like twitter thing she, the reason she's not on the show probably is because of her twitter like she cannot stop like legit yeah. cannot stop and that's how it was it was like the tweets the tweets the tweets the fighting the fighting the calling the bravo the but like some people this is not for you right. like and she is one of those people this is not for you you know um, i've always heard it said that like behind the scenes of these shows there's like even more dynamic storylines than what we see on the show oh just- yeah yeah because certain people just want you to perceive certain things but you are really a whole nother beast and it's like bravo like finds you instantly and it yeah. doesn't work, you know? Yeah. I mean, and you could see through it, the craziness. So what yeah. about Caroline and Dina and Jacqueline? Have you have any communication with them? Um, Just like if I see them, we say hi. Like, I'm, I'm fine with all of them. So if they showed up on the, if they showed up again, would you be okay if Caroline or Dina or Jacqueline? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jacqueline's like, eh. Yeah. But like, yeah, I love Caroline. I love Dina. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to wrap this up. I just have a few quick lightning round pop culture questions for you. Oh, real quick, one more thing. Ramona, we saw her call you at the last reunion. Yes. What's your relationship with Ramona? You, you know what? Friends. We did lip sync battle together. But we so so Ramona has always had a great like love for me. I don't know what it is, but I just love it. Like she's always like Melissa Gorga, Melissa Gorga. Like and she's not easy. You know, she doesn't love everyone. No, no, no. So I, I take it with great pride sure. that I am one of her favorite uh Bravo celebrities. So she I mean, no offense, you're up there, but she's my number one. Like oh, Ramona I, I get like, it. to watch. I think she's just you so should have amazing. you ever like hung out with her in person? No, not I'm afraid to hang out with Ramona. Like terrified um, of her. I gotta be honest, you should be <laughs> I know like I've only I've only heard that. I mean, you don't know who you're going to (laughs) get. You don't want to meet your idols. You don't want to meet your idols. Yeah. Like, but she is something else. She's special. I love her. (laughs) So I ask everyone this. What's your favorite Mariah Carey song? (gasps) uh, um, All I Want for Christmas. Yes. So good. I mean, who, who's isn't? I also love, um, come and rescue me. I just keep. Yeah. I like this one. I like like old school and I like me and Mariah. Fantasy. Yeah. Go back like babies and pacify. Yeah. Um, okay, People Magazine, if you were choosing for Sexiest Man Alive and you couldn't choose Joe, who would you choose? Like what male celebrity? Um, Dr. McDreamy. Oh, What's Patrick Dempsey. Love. Yeah. Yeah, he's gorgeous. Love. I think he's sexy. Yeah, I do too. Uh, what else do you watch on TV? Do you watch anything scripted? Um, I love Grey's Anatomy. 
So good. I do love Grey's Anatomy. Um, I'm still watching that. Like it's we're, we're, well, year I just 15. met one of the stars just Who? now. He was just over at um, E News. What, what's his name? The new one. Who? Jack. Oh, yes. oh my God! Um, the hot guy. He's yes. really he's a beautiful Italian man. He's a yeah. an Italian stallion. Yeah, he's my favorite on the show right now. Yeah, I just what's was with name? him. Let me see what's to come on Jersey this season. Um, you know what? It's very funny. It's yeah. a funny season. I think you'll laugh. Um, there's drama and craziness. A little bit of that family drama comes back, but funny, like super, super funny. And what would you say to convince people that have fallen off the Jersey train? Because I am truly, truly loving this season. I mean, I've seen just the first couple episodes, but I feel it feels balanced. It feels there's drama there's laughs danielle is still there to be like the firecracker drama that people want right but then you guys are getting along too no we are yeah Yeah, we are i i really want to say like i know there was a lot of viewers and then they like fell off for a little bit when we switched up the cast and like the twins and amber if you're looking to like come back in and see what's going on this is the season to do it and uh, what can you tell me about Envy? Envy is Oh my store. God, Envy. Yeah, you can check it out at envybymg.com. It's pretty much all I wear. So everything you see on Instagram that I have on and super good. That's another thing that's like, you know, I'm so grateful for that. It's one of the things that I've done through this show that I have to say the platform was amazing for me. Busy, like crazy busy. It was like my, um, it's my thing and I love it. Yeah. I enjoy it. And what's more fun like than fashion? Nothing. Right. So that's something that I love and so successful. And so I have like my loyal customers that like will only wear Envy. Yeah. Well, Melissa, thank you so much for coming to do oh, everything iconic. It's been such a thrill for me to meet you. I'm such a huge Jersey fan as an Italian. I love it. I love seeing the family dynamics. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. uh, So that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, We use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to 
re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. Okay, guys, wasn't Melissa great? Oh my God, I had so much fun chatting with her and she really is stunningly beautiful in person. I wasn't just bullshitting. I mean, she's beautiful. Now, I want to pivot here. We are going to talk to Greggy Bennett. If you don't follow Greggy online, like you have to, he's so funny, he's so smart, so brilliant, beautiful, everything. And he is a lamb. He's a huge Mariah Carey fan, and as am I. And when Caution came out, of course, I was like, we have to get Greggy on the show. I have to hear him to talk. <laughs> I have to hear him talk about Caution. And so I'm going to call him up. We're going to chat about Mariah a little bit. Okay, let's get Greggy on the phone here. Hello. Hi, Greggy. Hi. How are you? Oh my God, Danny, I'm so good. How are you? I'm fantastic now that this album's out. What do you it, think about it? I honestly, you know, we're going into a three-day work week, and this album came out this weekend. I feel like I'm at my all-time uh, most powerful right now. <laughs> just like Mariah, too. I mean, I feel like truly. Mariah's truly at her most powerful now. She had Justice for Glitter, and now this album is getting like rave reviews, and I'm just so happy for her. We, you were, you and I both watched her Genius Level interview, and it was just fantastic. It was. That was incredible. It was so nice to see her actually talk and go deep on like all of those really obscure album cuts that like true fans love. Right. Uh, and just to hear about her songwriting process was amazing. I loved it. Everybody should check it out if they haven't seen it yet. Yeah, because we know as fans that it's like her songwriting is so phenomenal. Like her lyrics, just in just her lyrics are uh, breathtaking. And I feel like she never gets enough credit for her songwriting. So to see an interview where she's like going deep in the creative process with someone who knows her back catalog was just phenomenal to watch. Uh, it was such a treat. This entire like era of promo that she's done for this album has really catered to like true fans. And I love it. And I feel like the album Caution, it's like, it's uniquely her, but then it also feels current. I, I don't know. Tell me about what you think about the album. Yeah. So I felt like the last album, she was really focused on like her kids and her legacy. And I think this one, she's just like kind of feeling herself and just having a good time. It's like the album that it's like on every past album, there's been a few songs I feel that really reflect who she really is as a songwriter. And this album, I think almost every song on it is like a jam that she, yeah. that you know, that she really enjoys like listening to, even if, if she weren't the one singing it. Right. Now, I loved GTFO right when she released it. I thought it was so fun. And then she released With You, which admittedly, like, I didn't love right away. But then now hearing it in context of the album, I feel like it fits It fits perfectly with the album. Yeah, I think it's great. I think um, I have a few favorites on there. Um, I, I did like that. With You, but um, so the title track, Caution, is incredible. Mm -hmm. The last song, Portrait, is really good as well. If you like those like sad Mariah power ballads about like her her upbringing and stuff, uh, and then there's a song from the Japanese release called Runway, and she samples Butterfly, which is her <laughs> own song, which is like next level. Like I lost my mind when I heard that, so I've been listening to those three on repeat. 
and that runway, like when I heard it, I loved it instantly. And I was just, right? that was my only, like where I felt was like a misstep was I wanted it on the album, but also it doesn't really fit with the rest of the vibe, but no, it's definitely so not. fucking good. It is. It really is incredible. I actually just got back from the Mariah experience in New York. Ooh, tell me about it. So they did this, Sony did like a pop-up shop to, to promote the album and she did a signing there on Friday and I went to that. And she and saw you. She recognized you, right? She did. She just lit up. Um, mm-hmm. That was actually a lot of fun. It was madness. So I got to go in like first, which was nice. But the like the the line was around the block and down the street. Um, but I went back today, and they have like they've recreated the rainbow, like David LaChapelle rainbow photo shoot set with the bed and the neon rainbow light. Mm-hmm. Um, they have brought out the M from the back of this album, the, the neon M, and you can stand in front of it. And they have professional photographers there. They have like other photo moments. They have her outfits like on mannequins. It's basically like Planet Hollywood, but just for you and I. Oh, I need a, I, I feel like I need to go to New York just for that. And I'm like so it's jealous. And she's, like, she's also touring and I'm like so pissed because she's not coming here to she's not doing an L.A. show. I know. Isn't that crazy? I it's saw that weird. on the list. Songs. I, I feel like she'll have to add something at like the Hollywood Bowl, probably. Yeah, I think she's going to end up adding something. But so you would recommend everyone getting it. I love um, One Mo Gen was one of my faves. I love Eighth Grade. Giving Me Life is my favorite. I yeah. feel like it's just the, the vibe of that song. And it, it it's not giving a fuck about being a single. Like it goes on nope. and on. Nope. And, and it like just Blood Orange is ugh. It, it, that's like the glow up she deserved. I feel is like a blood orange production. Um, that outro reminds me of like Prince a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The whole thing is still great. Now, real quickly, I want to touch on Justice for Glitter. I cried the other day. Like I was just so happy for her. <laughs> I just thought, like after everything she went through that era, the fact that she came out of it and now there's finally some justice for the album. Like it literally made me cry. It's a great album, and I did not cry, but I was very very happy. <laughs> You know, I remember when that came out, obviously everybody does, it was September 11th, yeah. but I, I remember like in the months after that, like people for some reason and still to this day, like take great joy in being like, Mariah Carey failed recently. How do you feel about that, Greg? Like, like okay, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know why people get off on doing things like that, but I remember like nastiness from that, that whole time period around her and she really did think it was going to ruin her. And I love that it's found an audience now all these years later. I mean, she's definitely gotten over it. I know that for a long time, she wouldn't even like speak about it. You weren't allowed to bring it up. It yeah. was just she was moving on. But I love that she's embracing it now. Yeah. Now, Caution, do you think there's any of these songs that in 20 years are going to you know, be in your top 10 or top five or something like that? Yeah, for sure. I love her when she's like, doing what she does best, which is like slow jam R&B music. Um, like, you know, this is very re- reminiscent of Butterfly, I feel. Giving Me Life, definitely. Portrait, I'll Love Forever. And what's the other one? Oh, Eighth, eighth Grade. Eighth Grade eighth is grade. like so that's standard. Also in No-No, she says Irregardless. And <laughs> I, know, I, know. I was I was reading some reviews, though, that said, like, you know, that's her misstep or whatever. And I was thinking, I feel like Mariah knows that Irregardless is not a word. Not yeah. She she was having she, fun, right? Yeah, I, she's always having fun. Yeah. That's the thing. I feel like she's not usually like everyone always. I think in with the her coming out at, with her bipolar diagnosis a few months ago really helped kind of take that narrative back. Like helped mm-hmm. her take that narrative back of like, oh, Mariah Carey's like so crazy. She's a crazy person. Like 
No, I think she's a little like she's eccentric and she plays into that like character. But I also think that she's uh, a pretty deep person. And I think she has like, I mean, she's proven that in her songwriting. So I think this whole time in her career is people are are calling it a victory lap. And I would agree with that because it's, you know, like the music industry has tried to uh, discard her for a long time and she just can't can't do it. The fact that this long into her career, she's coming out with an album full of great music. I mean, it's critically acclaimed, but it's also just like great original music when a lot of her contemporaries might, you know, decide to do a duets album or like a cover right. album or something. Yeah, totally. I love that she's just kind of it, it. She's at that point in her career now, and it's a rare thing for, for artists to achieve this, but she's like a living legend. Yeah. And she can kind of just make music when she wants to make it. And she hasn't had a record out in what is it five years or something like that so she's probably like we're not going to get as many albums as we used to get so the fact that this album is so incredible from start to finish is like a real gift yeah well greggy i'm so glad that we got to talk about mariah's album for a little bit and next time we're together in person we're going to record because everyone's asked me all the time they're like when are you having greggy back on the show oh i know i want to i the next time i'm in la and we're not at a murder mystery dinner together um (laughs) (laughs) the new normal (laughs) oh that was fun that was a fun night i know we'll do Um, it yeah we'll do it or if you're in new york like i would love to get together and and do a whole a whole episode because i love your podcast so much thank you greggy so much i love you and i'll talk you soon love you too bye okay bye got me feeling all these feelings and it's driving me insane paparazzi watching me do my thing it's thanksgiving week I want to say that I hope all of you who are visiting family and friends I hope you have a wonderful holiday I will have a new episode coming on Thursday so there will be a little housewives talk on Thursday plus we have lots of wonderful pop dives coming I'm super excited. Uh, I can officially say that we have a You've Got Mail pop dive coming, and I can't wait for everyone to hear it. So uh, I believe that'll be out soon. And then I have some other holiday pop dives coming. You know, I love a holiday movie. Like, I love a Christmas film. I literally have on, like, the Hallmark Channel all fucking day long. <laughs> I love it. It just, it calms me down. And I always say, like, for, it's wonderful for the mentally ill. Like, if you're a depressed or anxious person, throw on the Hallmark Network. The movies aren't perfect. There's not a whole ton of diversity. Although this year they are doing more diversity. Like there are, Tatiana Ali has a movie on there. Patti LaBelle's in one of them. Lifetime's doing them too. Like Lifetime is really leaning in. And Netflix does these movies now. Did you guys see, did you guys see The Princess Switch? Holy shit. This is a new Netflix movie. It's starring Vanessa Hudgens and Vanessa Hudgens. (laughs) She plays, she plays two roles frankly, it's surprising that someone would give Vanessa Hudgens one acting role, let alone two acting roles in the same film, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) And it's basically like The Parent Trap, or It Takes Two, but with a Christmas setting and like a royal theme. It is so fucking... I said, it's like literally a five-star movie, and it's a one-star movie. Like, it's both of those things. It's bad and wonderful. And I love that Netflix is just leaning into these holiday movies. Like, I want... Tons more. There's some a Kurt Russell one where he plays like a hot Santa. <laughs> I don't know if he's supposed to be hot in the movie, but he looks hot on the poster. I haven't watched it yet, but I think that's coming out on Wednesday. But I love that Netflix is doing this. I watched one called like a Christmas with a View or something like that. And they're just so wonderful. Netflix has hot guys too. Like the one that Vanessa Hudgens won, it had like this hot guy and they showed him shirtless and stuff. And I like that Netflix is doing that because you don't see a lot of shirtless men on the Hallmark channel. 
occasionally the Hallmark Channel will have hot guys. Like last season, they did one with that Aaron O'Connell, who I love, and um, Trevor Donovan, who's gorgeous. He was in one of them. Jesse Metcalf was in a Hallmark one. Chad Michael Murray this year was in a Hallmark one. All the nostalgia. There's so many, <laughs> so many people that I want to join the Hallmark movies or these Netflix movies or the Lifetime ones. It's like I don't. I was saying this on Twitter. I don't understand why Danielle Fischel from Boy Meets World. Why hasn't she leaned into the Hallmark films? She would be literally the perfect choice for one of these. Like, wouldn't you love? She's so warm and cozy and cuddly. I feel like she'd be fantastic in these. Also, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Why hasn't Jennifer Love Hewitt done one of these? I know she's doing that that nine one one show on Fox, but it's like nine one one. My emergency is that I need her in a made for TV holiday film. Like that's that's my emergency. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Like get in one of these films. <laughs> these do best with nostalgia, and that's why like Lacey Chabert is doing all of them. Candace Cameron Bure got the entire Full House cast to do these. We have Jody Sweetens doing them now. Lori Laughlin, but we need to get some of the other people from our past and get the hot guys too. Like I need to see the hot boy banders. I would love to see Ashley Parker Angel in one of these. They work best with stunt casting. So let's get Danielle Fischel next season, next holiday season. I better fucking see Danielle Fischel in a made for TV holiday film. I also have been thinking about other stunt casting. I think it'd be fantastic if we got like a Bravo themed holiday movie. So like think about Kim and Kyle made for TV holiday movie. They can act a little bit. They can act enough to be in one of these movies. Kim's actually a very good actress. I don't know if you guys have seen Black Snake Moan. She's very good. But I would love to see something where it was like two sisters fall in love with twin brothers around the holidays or something like that. And it's like Kim and Kyle starring. How fucking good would that be? Or like, let's do some stunt casting with the Vanderpump Rules people. Like we've seen them act in the Pitch Perfect 3 commercials. Jackson and Brittany are in those uh, commercials now for that movie Instant Family. They're not bad. They could do it. I would watch a movie where it's like, um, Lala. Someone on Twitter, Noop, there it is, I believe was the the name. They said there should be one called Falalala Lala featuring Lala Kent. <laughs> I am totally on board with that. These work great with stunt casting, so let's get some stunt casting in there. And frankly, Bravo should get on this train, too. I mean, they're doing scripted work. Dirty John is on now. I don't know if you guys have watched that premiere. I'm not quite sure how I feel about it. I watched the first episode. I'm not sure where I stand. But they're doing scripted stuff, so let's get some holiday movies going next year with the talent they have on the network. Give me Kim, give me Kyle, give me Eileen Davidson as a divorcee who's fallen in love at uh, you know a little hotel that she's running for the holidays. You know, maybe a snowstorm snows her in and she falls in love with another divorcee. I don't know. I don't know. I'm spitballing here. Let's get some of the Below Deck people. Let's get Kate from Below Deck in a story about a chief stew who falls in love with someone on a holiday boat ride. <laughs> I'm not sure how that would work, but, you know, we're, I'm thinking about it. Dorinda, I'd love to see Dorinda, you know, something set at Dorinda's house. We wouldn't even have to have Dorinda in it. We could just do, you know, Christmas in the Berkshires. And then it, they film it at Dorinda's house. We already filmed there anyway, so how about we get a scripted movie there? That could be the inn. Maybe Eileen Davidson runs an inn, a bed and breakfast, at the Berkshires. So, like, Eileen Davidson runs a bed and breakfast, which is Dorinda's house. We can get an appearance from the balloon that Richard Spirit took over. Do you remember? <laughs> Do you remember when Dorinda thought that the balloon in her house was Richard? Like, we could get that in the film. 
Maybe Eileen sees the balloon and then, you know, she can't get over her ex, but then she falls in love with someone else. I don't know. There's so much talent. Bravo's bursting at the seams with talent. And because of all this new scripted stuff with the Dirty John, I want to see more. So next Christmas, Bravo better get on it. I've been saying for years, I told Melissa Gorga, we need a Bravo holiday album. We do. Where's the Countess Luann Christmas album? Christmas with the Countess? There's no reason, there is no reason that we don't have a holiday song from the Countess Luann. It's disgusting, frankly. Um, But that Dirty John, did anyone watch it? I keep wanting to call it Dear John, which is a Channing Tatum and Amanda Seyfried movie. It's not the same thing. This is a little tangent. Channing Tatum looked his best in the movie Dear John. His hair is flawless. He's at a good weight. I love Channing Tatum at any weight, but in Dear John, he looked the best. So um, I did watch the premiere. I didn't know if I like it or not. I'm, I'm willing to keep going. I feel like it's going to be good. I love Connie Britton. I mean, who doesn't? Friday Night Lights, the best. I also want to talk about, real briefly, I watched the show You on Lifetime. So Hannah Brown and Annabelle DeSisto, they've been on the show before. They told me how good You was. And I kept saying, I was like, I wasn't sure if I was going to watch it. It seemed dark to me. But they convinced me to watch it. I finally binged it last week. And I thought it was fantastic. I did get upset at the finale, so I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but I didn't love the finale of season one. It's coming back, but overall, I love the show. Penn Bagley, or whatever, however the fuck you say his name, Badgley Bagley, he plays this like murderous stalker who falls in love with someone, and you guys, it's like, it's soapy and addictive and good, and I don't normally like dark stuff, but I loved it. Didn't love the last episode, but I loved it overall. So if you're looking for something to binge over the holiday week, check out You on Lifetime. I promise. It's like, it's juicy. It's juicy. Also, Penn Bagley or whatever should be in one of those holiday films, even though he's he's creepy now. I want hotter guys, like the Hallmark guys. I feel like they're not giving us good man eye candy, and I like a hot guy in these films. I feel like Netflix is giving us hotter men, and I would like to just call on the Hallmark people to step it up. Okay, and show them shirtless once in a while. Like, just pop on the Princess Switch on Netflix. They just had the guy, like, walk in shirtless in his pajamas at one point, And it was like, that's all I need. You know, I'm not looking for a lot. But give me, show me a quick nipple from the man. And I'm on board. I'm wet. I'm uh, <laughs> side up. Like, give me something to get my blood flowing. You know, I was just talking to some friends about the movie Love, actually. And I rewatched it. There may or may not be a pop dive coming. But I... Remember so vividly seeing that movie in theaters, and you know Rodrigo Santoro, who plays the love interest of Laura Linney in Love Actually? Do you remember that scene where he's in like the most gorgeous, tiny little black underwear? You know, when they're trying to hook up and then Laura Linney's brother calls? I love Rodrigo Santoro in that, and it's like, that's just enough skin. Would I like more? Sure. But it's nice that we get this little amount of skin from hot as shit Rodrigo Santoro. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's stunning. I was taking notes for that movie for a potential pop dive, and I wrote in my notes that like he could strangle me with his thighs, and I would be okay with it. Like If that's how I go under, if that's how I die, so be it. I'm willing to take the bullet on that one. <laughs> if I die, uh, that's the way to go, frankly, is by Rodrigo Santoro strangling me with his thighs. Anyway, that's our show today. I will <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> Hope you all, again, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I feel like I have so much to be thankful for this year. The past year of this podcast has been overwhelmingly wonderful. I'm so happy and thankful to you guys who listen to the show and who tell friends about the show. 
I've had some wonderful guests over the past year. We've had over a million downloads and streams of the show since we started. I can't believe how far it's come. And I'm just so grateful and thankful to you guys. So truly, like I will be crying about this over Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, I can't thank you guys enough. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you want bonus episodes or if you just want to support this podcast, head on over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash everything iconic. And there's a link. If you look at the episode description, it says a link of uh, where you can go. All, all the links are in the episode description online. So you'll see a link for that. You'll see a link for my cameo. You'll also see, I try to put timestamps on there so you can skip ahead if you're just looking to listen to one portion of the show, one interview or whatever. Those timestamps are always a little off because uh, the commercials get inserted. So they're usually within a few minutes of what those timestamps say. But I do put them in there so you guys can skip ahead. I love you guys again so much for listening. Let's do our little cool down. Everyone take a deep breath in. Hold it. Take a deep breath out. Take another deep breath in, hold it, and think about what you're thankful for this year. And breathe out. Again, I'm thankful for you guys, and I hope you have some things on your list of what you're thankful for. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and check in Thursday. We'll have a new episode Thursday. By we, I mean I'll. I'll have a new episode Thursday. So let's take us out with some on display. Got me feeling all these feelings, and it's driving me insane. Paparazzi watching me through my I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.